727-579-1025 or 800-771-1025. Headed over to uh, Stingray Chevrolet after the show today. What you got going on? Do we have any hats here? I don't believe or we have Mike Kelton. We have Pipple Toddler hats. No. We do? Those. Don't got touch it. those. Got it. Sorry. I haven't even seen those. Yeah, I might need to borrow one um, for my head because the sun won't be able to see no. it at all. Don't put your pubic uh. hair in Whoa! my your <laughs> that pubic is head not hair. Pubic hair, my sir. Pipple Toddler hat. <laughs> um, I have to. I'm picking up a new Traverse today. Oh, are you? nice. Steve Hurley texted me by the way during the break with a bunch of quotes of where uh, pop and soda are not interchangeable. <laughs> I know. I came home to visit mom and soda. Uh, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, clearly, clearly with the Dr. Seuss thing, it was pop. Yeah, yeah. So that's the thing. Whatever. But don't say I'll give yeah. it to you and then take it away from me. I know. That's I'm just sorry. Mean. I just get nervous and then I forget and then you guys start yelling. And... Just saying, you got to be more authoritative if you're gonna hold whenever that role. I. I try to be authoritative. You guys start yelling at me, and then it doesn't matter regardless. So I just always let you guys decide. No, because otherwise I just get yelled at. You're the you know sport. Take the lead, Carmen. Yeah, got to take the lead. <laughs> like, You're like a judge that can't hear. <laughs> like I said, when uh, I do, I just get yelled at more, and I don't like getting yelled at. <laughs> what's Billy want? Uh, he does Kevlar siding. He works oh, for really? a company. Yeah, so he wanted to talk to you oh, about yeah. that for your house. Hello, William. Hey, how you doing, sir? Good. So does that work against hurricanes? Yes, sir, it does. It, it takes up to a Category 5 hurricanes and a wind up to 150 miles per hour. Yeah, but am I mean. right, though, if you if you were to anchor it into stucco, that's just if it gets hit by something, that would probably rip out. Do you guys have some sort of special anchoring system that you can put it into stucco or no? Yes, sir. It goes all the way through the stucco, through the concrete block, and it, it anchors through the concrete block. Man. There yeah, you that's go. Right, that's There's right. a guy who knows more about it than I do. Oh. <laughs> uh, and what do you do? You install it? About six inches. You and you and you're the installer, or what do you do? I'm the manager with a company with Install Building Products, and we are now just getting heavy into it. And we do all the brand new residential homes around uh, around the state. Yeah. All right. Well, if you don't mind, I'll put you on hold and uh, and give Carmen the phone number. I would like to get an estimate and see what that would cost. Yes, sir. The only thing I would have to need is get your address uh, from her, and uh, we can come out there and measure it and give you a good pricing on it and see what we can do. Yeah. All right. Hold on, buddy. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't fishing for that on the phone. Um, I just was. I was googling. I was starting to think because actually a friend of mine put on Facebook that he bought a generator because it's tax free time for hurricane supplies. Okay. And he bought a generator, and I was like, well, I got a generator. But what do I need? And I thought, well, I, sh- I should have some sort of shutter. I just have too many windows. The back of my house is so vulnerable, and there's there's preserve back there, so branches are going to go yeah. flying, you know? And I just thought, that's why it was, had me thinking about it. What if you had a thing that was on top of the roof, and then you just went, and, and it, it was draped Kevlar down. draped down, and then anchored in, you yeah. like had cement blocks in yes. the back. That'd be cool. Right. I'll take it. There you go. And you just yeah. roll it up. Did it. Yeah. Do it, Spanish. Go. All right. I'll install it. some concrete. <laughs> Thank you. Big eye hooks. Yes, dude. Uh, What's an eye hook? <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it. Time to check in with Galvin. He's got today's pop. And now, news with Galvin on the Mike Kelta Show. Do you uh, have anything about the Cubs? No. Can I throw this in real sure. quick? Sure. So I guess it was a Chicago Cubs game 
where Albert Almora Jr. hit a, a hard line drive foul into the stands Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, and hit a girl, hit a four-year-old girl, and then broke down crying on the field. Well, I mean, think about that. A ball, it, there was a whole thing done about it, about how fast those balls come into the stand and why there's not netting there and the problems with it, and a lot of people get drilled. Could you imagine you're a professional athlete, you drill a foul ball into a four-year-old girl, uh, you'd feel terrible. Oh, yeah, yeah, but I don't know if I'd break down crying on the field. But what if, I mean, maybe he has he just had a daughter. You know, I don't know what his, what his home, if he has a young daughter at home, and that is immediately what he thought of. I don't know. I, mean, I just think it's a bad look. Well, uh, yeah, my dad was hit by a ball. Really? My dad was hit by a foul ball in the face. Uh, ah. Probably broke his nose. Damn. He bled all over three rows of uh, of seats until they made him go in, in the back and check him out. It was so hot. I'll never forget this. It was so he bled on the seat next to me. And then they came and they were like, uh, we're going to take him to the to the medical thing. And I'm checked on. He was like, I'm all right. And they're like, no, we got to just check it out for insurance reasons. And they took him, and the blood on the seat next to me, it was so hot, dried up, Whoa. and and it had a little bit of a breeze. It dried up, and eventually it flaked, and then just blew oh. away. Wow. Shut up. Isn't that weird? How hot was it? It was hot. Ugh. It was so hot. <laughs> <laughs> it was hot to my, so hot that my dad's blood dried up. Yeah. Uh, but it hit my dad's nose, and then the ball went up, rose behind oh. me. And uh, the people came down and gave us the ball. Oh, God. George Foster, who played for the Mets, he fouled two balls to the right. One of them hit the uh, the scoreboard, and it sparked like the natural. He hit the light, and sparks came flying uh, out. Yeah. And, like, Whoa. and then he hit the third ball, and that one fouled over third base where we were sitting and hit my father in the face. Welcome to the big leagues, Mr. Yeah. Hobbs. Uh, and, the, and the thing is, is that um, it's, it's awful, but it's rare, and... You know, one of the things you they you have to be alert is of the fly balls. Yeah, you have to be alert when a hundred mile per yeah. hour ball comes shooting at you. You can be as alert as you want, but good luck getting your hands up in front oh. of your face or your chest or where's it going? Oh you yeah, know what I mean? I'm not blaming like, anybody. Hey, yeah. be aware, there's bullets being shot at you. <laughs> oh, okay, I'll just matrix out of the way real quick. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm three beers in yeah. and I'm seventy years old. I whack. Uh, by the way, do you ever see the uh, uh, kid that catches the baseball? He's probably, I don't know, maybe 10, 12 years old or something, and has a mitt on, catches the baseball, but has another ball in his hand, and then turns around and goes like this to this really pretty oh, like, girl, yeah. girl, hands it to her, but he didn't give her the ball awesome. that he caught. He gave her the ball that he came to the park with. Awesome. Oh, so smooth. And she's like, oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> that kid's good. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what else do we have in news? Uh, in soda today, President Trump <laughs> on Thursday abruptly announced a new 5% tariff on Mexico beginning early in June, saying the levy uh, will gradually increase until the ongoing illegal immigration surge at the southern border is remedied and illegal immigrants stop. On June 10th, the United States will impose a 5% tariff on all goods coming into our country from Mexico until such time as illegal immigrants coming through Mexico and our and into our country stop, Trump wrote. The tariff will gradually increase until the illegal immigration problem is remedied, at which time the tariff will be re- removed. Details from the White House to follow. This is, I'm mad at you, you're mad at me, I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, talk to Mueller. I'm gonna make Mexican tariffs. I'm gonna. It's it's just back and forth. But I'm so over it now. I'm so over it. Uh, the baby BS by both sides. Yeah. That causes. The, the, I don't care about the Mexicans. 
anymore. Let's just let it go. We're not going <laughs> to build a wall. They don't want to build a wall. They don't build it. Deal with the ongoing problems that come with the company flooded with illegal immigrants. But there, there's some wall going up, but it's not like a coordinated effort. Like, here's no, here's 300 there's, feet of a wall. Yeah, well, I don't know. Trying to get yeah. around the, oh, they went around the <laughs> yeah. side. Then there's a reports that two miles are done, and they're like 300 feet. Yeah. So nobody's, I don't know who to believe anymore, nor do I care. I don't live near Mexico. I, I don't, I let, let Texas and California deal with that stuff. The U.S. has broken a decades-old record for the most measles cases reported in a single year, with 971 cases right. reported so far in 2019. You know whose fault that is? Yeah. Lenny McCarthy. Uh, the CDC said the total number of cases through the first five months of this year has surpassed the record 963 cases reported for all of 1994. Measles is preventable, and the way to end this outbreak is to ensure that all children and adults who can get vaccinated do get vaccinated. That is from the CDC director, Robert Redfield. He said in a statement, so vaccinations stop measles. Yeah. And don't, cause, and don't cause autism. It's Jenny McCarthy's fault. Yeah. She started this whole movement. She was unhappy with her own children. Had to find somebody to blame because she felt guilty about it. And she blamed it on vaccinations. And now a whole bunch of uh, ill-informed people are not vaccinating their children. And in 2019, measles are a yeah, problem. It's crazy. If your kid has measles, you can drop them off at Jenny McCarthy's house. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's forced to take care of them. <laughs> she uh. has to. The 92nd Scripps National Spelling Bee ended in an eight-way tie. Are you serious? Yeah, each kid gets $50,000. It started over 560 kids and went 20 rounds. But after the after the 17th round, the eight kids left, kept spelling every word correctly. It was decided that while there were plenty of words left in the dictionary, there were only enough challenging words for three final rounds. So it wound up in an uh, eight-way tie. Each kid gets fifty thousand dollars. You have any of the words? Uh, I, you know what the word that I, the words that I gave you guys before were a couple of the words that were in there. Uh, do you remember last week? No, I said the one of the most difficult words to spell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, let me see. Carmen. Yes. Oh no. Can you spell <laughs> business? Don't I, don't write it down. Can I type it? Nope. Oh, that's so hard. Um, B. U-S-I-N-E-S-S. Business. There you go. Very good. Okay. Carmen. Yes. Can you spell imagination? That's my favorite part. Uh, (laughs) What? The sigh of God. Imagination. I am A? (laughs) Is it I am I or I am A? You tell me. This is a contest. I am a G I N A. I don't know where I am. T I O N. I'm not even listening. I, uh, I have some uh, difficult words. Okay. Uh, this is one crystallographer. Whoa. Crystallographer. C R Y S T A L. O G R Buzz. Oh damn it! C- Crystallographer. C R Y S T A L L O G R A P H E R. Damn it! Crystal Raper. R-A- oh, I'm sorry. R A P H E R. Yes. Yeah. You Spanish got it. I did. I did. Good job, Spanish. That's right. I got fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah. You get it. 
Oh, you actually yeah. get to keep one of those kids who won. Oh, now we're talking. <laughs> I've always wanted one of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want some more of these? Or yeah, no? yeah, let's try it. These are hard to pronounce. Okay. Kitty wake. <laughs> Kitty wake. It's a noun meaning either of two cliff nesting gulls. Do you have its country of origin? Kitty wake. K I T T Y W A K E. No. Kitty wake. Kitty wake. Uh, K I D I. No. You were one letter off. K I T T Y W. K I T T I W A K E. Kitty wake. Kitty wake. Got it. You're one of them kids. Zenarthra. Oh, you got that one. you take that one. Zenarthra. I got it. A suborder of the division of. Edenetita, <laughs> compromising the American anteaters, or comprising of, I'm sorry, American anteaters, armadillos, sloth, and usually they, uh... Oh, I know it. I got it. Okay. Zenartha. Zenartha. Z? Zenartha. Zenartha. X? I don't like that. That's BS, by All right, the way. well, what are you doing? Spell Z- it. Zenartha. <laughs> X-N-R... No. <laughs> Zenarthra. X E N A R T H A. Zenarthra. Zenarthra. C H R A. Zenarthra. What did you say? X E N A R T H R A. Got Zenarthra. it. Yeah. Thank you. Zenarthra. Two kids. All right. There you go. Mike wins. <laughs> you guys lose. 50,000. You I, all get 50,000. I pulled it up <laughs> on Google. Oh, you did? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, at Disneyland's new Star Wars attraction, brace yourself for $200 lightsabers yes. and $42 cocktails oh. in line starting at 4 a.m. $42 cocktails? Come oh. on. Well, do, 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 it, it do, is do, in do, a do. souvenir. It's like got a big souvenir mug yeah. thing, whatever. I wouldn't care if $42. Oh. Mark Hamill served it to me. I wouldn't you pay wouldn't? $42 no. for it. No. I would happily pay $50 for a bubbling cauldron drink. I would pay $42 if they served it in Mark Hamill's empty skull. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> That's oh, the man. It was the one time that I missed, not missed, but I was jealous of my ex-girlfriend was that uh, she was at the one in L.A., and she was Snapchatting the video of the entire thing, and she like, was like in a special preview. And oh. I was, like, mm, uh, if I was your boyfriend, I'd probably be there. Uh, starting today, Disneyland guests will get to visit the world of Luke Skywalker, Princess Leia, and Han Solo, but they'll have to pay out-of-this-world prices <laughs> to get the full experience. The $1 billion attraction called Star Wars Galaxy Edge is one of the largest expansions in the history of Walt Disney theme parks. Yes. It spans 14 acres and will feature two rides and more than a dozen shops and restaurants. Reservations at Disneyland Resort Hotels for the opening of the new Star Wars attraction cost upwards of $400 yeah. per night. It yeah. seems just like a lot of rocks. Uh, I mean, special Star Wars rocks. Yeah, like it seems like it's a lot of carved rock. And I know, I don't know if they are doing this one in California, Geo, you might know, but I know that they're building a hotel where it's like a fully immersive experience where like you get a character and all that. But I mean, look at it. It's like, you know, how they have the Harry Potter yeah. thing. This is all the Star Wars stuff. People, well, I, think going, yeah, yeah. I think it's great. I think it's great, but I don't watch. Wait 10 years before like they build something else and then this dies down because otherwise yeah. you're going to be in line for hours, just surrounded by hundreds of people. <laughs> I want to go. It opens here in August, but I'm not going to go until... No, yeah, don't do that. October. Yeah. No, I don't even know because then October starts 
um, Halloween stuff. So, I mean, really not safe to go until January. They say the line for the ride could be upwards of seven to eight hours. <gasps> People are going to be waiting to get on the Millennium Falcon ride. But I was watching a lot of uh, YouTube clips yesterday because they had a media preview. And people were saying it was like the Harry Potter land so on steroids. That really? was where my ex-girlfriend was. Why don't we ever get to go to the media previews? I'm working on that for oh my God. August. Yeah, but no, I don't no, know. No, I'm an annual pass holder now for like 10 years. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. I've been one for like four. I want to go to the media preview. Like I'm trying to get us lined up for the media preview for Walt Disney World. You, say us, you mean me and you? Yeah, of course. Thank you. In Spanish. Yes. Um, oh, I don't get to go? I don't like Star Wars? Loomis. Loomis? Loomis is my oh, guide. Guy, yeah. When I go over there. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm just gonna get Loomis. Although they'll, so when I went with the guide at Disney, they were like, uh, "It's like three hundred eighty dollars an hour." I was like, "Cool." Then I went at Christmas. They were like, "It's five hundred eighty dollars." I went, "What?" And I bet you, if you called our Star Wars, they're gonna be like, "It's a thousand dollars an hour." Oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm gonna try and book it today and see what they say. Good luck. Nice. Well, yeah. The 2000- oh, I don't even have a job. Forget about it. Oh. See, see if they can give me a job over there. <laughs> the 2019 hurricane season will officially begin. Tomorrow, June first, oh. 2019, and will end on November 30th, 2019. I have a list of uh, 21 names for the hurricanes here. Uh, number one, Tony. Yeah. Hey, I'm blowing through your neighborhood. Number two, Francis. <laughs> I'm blowing through your neighborhood. By the way, I'm totally joking. Oh. Uh, number oh, one, man. Andrea. So that'll be the first one coming through. Hi, Andrea. everybody. I'm just mm. blowing through. No, I know a lot of... Uh, I'm going to blow through your neighborhood. That's Andrews, <laughs> and I know. Number two? Barry. Oh. I'm blowing through your neighborhood. Hey. <laughs> Number three? Chantel. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, Chantel. Hello, Here my baby. I am blowing through your neighborhood. <laughs> uh, number four, Dorian. I shall blow through your neighborhood. <laughs> number five, Aaron. Uh... I might be here. Uh. Not going to be here for long, though. Uh, number six, uh, Fernand. Just Fernand, not Fernando. Uh, yeah. Fernand. In blowing to your neighborhood. Uh, number seven is Gabriel. I know Chantel. <laughs> <laughs> number eight, Umberto. Hey, I'm blowing to your neighborhood. Hello. <laughs> number nine is Imelda. 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 Is that a vampire? Ah, I open all through your neighborhood. <laughs> uh, number 10, Jerry. Jerry, yeah. Hey, I'm blowing through your neighborhood. <laughs> Jerry What's the deal up? with these neighborhoods? <laughs> <laughs> you ever been in a hurricane? <laughs> or, or, hey, neighborhood. <laughs> uh, number eleven is Karen. Oh man, uh, I know what this one. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm gonna see. Need to see your manager. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Or for the hurricane alert, it's just Henry Hill from Goodfellas. Karen. <laughs> Karen. <laughs> Karen. Uh, number 12 is Lorenzo. I got you. No. I need to see your neighborhood. Oh, the great Lorenzo Lamas. I uh, blew through your neighborhood. Uh, number 13, Melissa. Oh. Melissa McCarthy. Mm-hmm. Number 14, Nestor. Oh. Nestor. Hey, 15, everybody. Olga. Oh, that's going to be the brutal one. Sit down. I strap you in chair now. <laughs> I used to work for a lady named in Olga. In my country, you blow hurricane. <laughs> <laughs> I used to work for a lady named Olga who could not handle the English language uh-huh. whatsoever. She used to tell me, I'd be like, I got a kid. I got to move the job. I got to change his job. He was, he's not doing good. And she's like, you need to counsel. You need to counsel. I'm like, I don't know what you're saying to me. And she's like, counsel. I go, I don't even know if that's, okay. I go, can you write it down? And she was writing counsel. Oh, you boy. need to counsel. You need to counsel. Counsel. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, let's see, number 16, Pablo. 
Ah, it's going to pop blow you away. <laughs> 17, Rebecca. Oh. 18, Sebastian. <laughs> How many of you people want a hurricane? <laughs> Under the hurricane. Uh, uh, 19 is Tanya. Oh, number 20 is Van. Oh, yeah. yeah He's passing by, man. Dude, I'm totally coming in your neighborhood. <laughs> we're going to blow some stuff up. Uh. You got to know all these names. Remember like that one hurricane season we were like hurricane... D- D two, yeah, they had to go yeah. through the list right away. Uh, number twenty one is Wendy. Oh, hello, Wendy. Whew. The first time the name Wendy was ever written in a book was Peter Pan. Peter Pan, really? Again, yes, I didn't know that. It was the first time. Fun fact. Fun fact for everyone, Carmen. <laughs> yes, I love those. Uh, so there's your hurricanes. The first one up will be Andrea. Can we? They Andrea? don't go all the Andrea. way down. Hmm? They don't go all the way down. Well, it's 21 of them. Oh, okay. I just didn't know if they went to Z. Mm. Like, you know. Hey, Joe. <laughs> yes, Michael. Will you teach me how to ride an Indian motorcycle? I would be uh, very happy and excited to do that. Do you again. still know how to ride? Like, can you still get on a bike? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Well, about this guy over here. <laughs> I know how to ride. I don't know. I've never seen oh, you ride. We all go. I yeah. Like Listen to me. I know you know how to ride. I'm kidding. But your demeanor is not one in which I would think is conducive for teaching. <laughs> it is. Because I can, no. I can weed people out. You're going to scare me, and I'm going to be like, I don't want to do this. Galvin keeps yeah. yelling at me. I can weed people out. Uh-huh. Maybe, you don't, maybe maybe riding's not for you. I'm yeah. gonna, we would have it fine, and you would yell, and, oh, oh, oh no. Yeah. Then every time I'm alone riding, and I'm like, what do I do? I hear Galvin go, no! Yeah. Wobble everywhere. Oh, I ride up next to you, pull your spark plug cap off. Uh, a 2016 Dodge Challenger was about to be sold at a police auction in Pennsylvania yesterday. And when they popped the trunk open during an inspection, they found what? It's at a police auction, 2016 Dodge Challenger. They're like, oh, let's check this out. It's a police auction. Pop open the trunk. What's in there? A baby. A baby. A oh. bunch of cocaine. Oh, a whole lot of cocaine. Yeah. And a baby. Party. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll go like a dog, a police dog. A police dog is in the trunk. Yeah. Uh, no, actually, 25 year old Leon Parks, a wanted felon, was in the trunk and he was alive and well. <laughs> we have the news story yeah, up I- on Bone TV. Check this out. A man found in the trunk of a car at the Mannheim Auto Auction is now in Lancaster County Prison. Northern Lancaster County Police say an inspector at the auction found 25 year old Leon Parks inside a 2016 Dodge Challenger this morning. Police say he was semi-responsive and taken to the hospital. Investigators identified him as a wanted felon for parole violations and weapons charges out of New York. Police still don't know how he ended up in the trunk of the car. They say he is not cooperating. How bad is your luck? You're a wanted felon and you wind up in a trunk of a car. Dude. Bad enough. You're trapped in the trunk of a car. Then you wind up in a police <laughs> oh, But this no, just my day. He, he was uh, probably going to get whacked. And then they arrested the guy driving, could and the be. guy's like, they want to be like, oh, by the way, I got a guy in the trunk I was going to kill. Oh, that could be. Yeah. That could be. Or the cops came, and he was like, I'm going to hide in here. Yeah. Nobody will ever catch me. And they're like, well, then we're taking this. We're I imagine not. they opened the trunk, and he just pretended to be asleep. And they're like, uh, excuse me, sir. And he's like, oh, what? I'm asleep. <laughs> I, I called for a late checkout. Rolls over. He's Uber. Pulls the tire over him. <laughs> That's, by the way, my move at a hotel. Uh, Late checkout? Yeah. Uh-huh. So I find out the guy's name working overnight. Mm-hmm. On my way in or way out, I just look and I go, all right, Cliff, all right? Then in the morning, they're like, uh, it's, it's 11 o'clock. I go, I have a late checkout. And they go, I don't have you down here for a late checkout. I go, well, I talked to Cliff last night. And they're like, oh. Okay. So you're just getting random people fired? <laughs> yeah. You don't just call and ask? <laughs> 
Yeah, wouldn't that be easier? Oh, I'm saying if they say no. Uh, Oh, Oh, have they ever said no? Yeah. Oh, really? How it really goes is this. Wait, check out! I'm I'm sleeping! (laughs) I'm like, you guys ain't going to open that little metal thing on the door, so we're good. Cliff said earlier! Jesus. A woman in Illinois recently ordered a uh, kid's t-shirt from China with the characters from the book Frog and Toad. Yeah, you ever see that? I'm sure if you get it from China, it's it's yeah. uh, fully licensed. Well, when it came, the uh, shop had added a phrase to the T-shirt. The woman posted a picture online. Now it's going viral. Here is the picture on the left. If you can blow that up, Joey, on the left you can see the. Uh, just click on it; it'll make it bigger. Or oh, zoom, or Jesus. do something. Forget the motorcycle lessons. So. <laughs> yeah. If you could see it close enough, there is a picture of the frog and toad. Oh no! <laughs> there you go. All right. And then on the one where she's wearing it, it says, F the police. Awesome. awesome. Why? That is great. Oh, In the man. world, you would put that on a picture of Frog I would and wear Toad that. on the no bike. Reason, I would yeah. Wear that. yeah. Oh, that's great. <laughs> oh, we, we are uh, no charge. We're doing a little yeah. extra for you. <laughs> no you want the Frog and the Toad on we the bike? You. We got that. That's on there. But then also, bonus, it's going to say F the police underneath. Yeah. That's hilarious. And you're welcome. Yeah, no charge. No extra charge. <laughs> And late checkout. Like check uh, police are looking to identify two women caught shoplifting from a Pembroke Pines store and dancing while they did it. One of the suspects is seen on the security video twerking through the uh, retail store, uh, pulling clothes off shelves and shoving them into her bag. Officials say the woman stole $377 worth of clothing during the incident. And they say anyone with any information, please contact police. We have video of the lady up here. Uh, Going along, stealing stuff. And, <laughs> oh, uh, what is she doing? Oh, wow. She's twerking. <laughs> she's twerking while she's working. Uh, Joey, actually, if you want to back it up, we can. Uh, I think we can enhance well, it. Oh, yeah, there she we go. is. Go ahead. If you, if the video is moving, it really look like something. Oh, yeah, forget started, started, started uh, I'm done with the video. I'm done with the with the video altogether. <laughs> I don't want anything to do it anymore. A shark circled a swimmer at a Panama City Beach uh, in Florida the was other it a day. Baby? Uh, no, it was not a baby shark. It was a full-grown shark. A guy filmed it from his hotel room and was kind of laughing about it. Where was this? Uh, this was in Panama City. Okay. Uh, eventually, people on the beach started yelling, shark, shark, and telling the swimmer to come in. The lady looks like she has no idea what's going on whatsoever. Uh, the video is not great, but take a look at this. Here we go. Oh, my God. Yeah. That, whatever it is, shark or whatever, just almost right under That's huge. I don't know what else it could be. Yeah, yeah. They're hollering. Listen, everybody starts going, shark. Like, what are you supposed to do? Right there. She's swimming in. <laughs> <laughs> You're laughing? Yeah. Yeah, so she's just out there kind of tooling around. The shark comes around and makes like a circle oh. around her, and then they all start yelling, shark. She starts swimming in. That is the a shark big is, ass shark. That is. Shark, yeah. <laughs> so this happened the other day. Uh, Jack from the Juke Squad. I was yep. watching him on Snapchat. He was down at the beach, and he's looking out. The beach had to be like maybe uh, eighty yards away from him. 
And you can see he's like, there's people out there swimming, and there's a shark just swimming around them. And I went, I don't see it. And all of a sudden, you just see this shadow come by in the water. And I went, oh, man. Uh, there was uh, people that jumped off a boat and were swimming around by some friends of mine who had just chum the water oh. because they were fishing for sharks. And they're like, hey, you get out of the water. And they're like, Ugh. and he's like, I just chummed the water. There's going to be a ton of sharks here in a minute. And they were like, uh, okay. Oh, man. Jesus. Yeah. Be aware of your surroundings. Oh, my God. I mean, that, that, I mean, you're out swimming around. Listen, if you're going to be in the ocean, you may have a shark near you. You're in yeah. nature, okay. man. But, you know, every once in a while, look around and Dude, go, any sharks? No. Right. I don't, th- I think if I was that woman swimming and I did see that shark off like I would have a full blown panic attack and probably just end up drowning in the water because you want to swim fast enough to get away but you don't want to start thrashing around like mm. you're some injured something that's yeah. tasty and delicious right. I would have it would full blown panic attack yeah uh, the Toronto Raptors won game one in their first ever appearance in the NBA finals they beat the Golden State Warriors 118 to 109 in Toronto and I'm sure Drake was on the court <laughs> oh he was mm. and he was wearing uh what is it Steph Curry's dad's old jersey that yeah. he wore when he was in toronto yeah that's weird yeah but that's who they're playing he also has like a tattoo that's like a tribute to steph curry and a couple other players he's a he's a weird dude yeah <laughs> he's passionate he's yeah. bored is what it is. i think he's just bored as hell in love with dudes yeah i think he's passionate like the guy that called the other day that jennifer his name's yeah. jennifer galvin yeah. <laughs> A uh, new study just found the 10 best cities for people who love Starbucks. It's based on the number of Starbucks per capita. In other words, cities where the Starbucks should have fewer people in them and hopefully shorter lines and stuff. The best city in the country for Starbucks New is New York. Uh, Dallas. Carmen? Seattle. That's where it started. Oh, you're all right. wrong. The best city in the country for Starbucks is Las Vegas. It has 125 Starbucks locations, which is one for every 5,133 people. New York City only has 241 Starbucks. But that's because we're probably putting them in every casino, right? Right, that's yeah. That's the problem. Uh, 20, uh, 241 Starbucks in New York, which is one for every 35,000 people or so. Uh, neither one of those account for all the uh, tourists that visit and stuff. The best cities outside of that are uh, Burbank, California, Bellevue, Washington, Seattle, Orlando, Everett, Washington, Vancouver, Washington, Renton, Washington, Portland, Oregon, and uh, Scottsdale, Arizona. See, I in New York, the best thing about Starbucks is you stay in a hotel you never stayed at, and you're like, all right, I'm going to go find a Starbucks. You don't even have to use the app. You just start walking. Oh, yeah. You will find a Starbucks. I'm sure you look out the front door, and Mm -hmm. you can probably see one on the street somewhere, you know, along the ways. Uh, Spanish, I think you're going to be excited about this. Oh, yeah. It's funny because I kind of threw this in my I hate yesterday. (laughs) You see a lot of people popping up where they're uh, making food with pot in it, like using the oil and doing that stuff, which... I don't know. To me, just I feel like it's just going to taste like that. So it's yeah. going to taste It usually terrible. does. But if it gives you the effects without tasting like it, Ben & Jerry's announced yesterday that they'll release weed-infused ice cream as soon as it's legal in all 50 states, uh, which is funny because here's Ben and Jerry talking about it what? back in 2015. Makes that. sense to me. Combine your pleasures. Ben and I uh, have had previous experiences, uh, you know, with substances. I think legalizing marijuana is a wonderful thing rather than putting people in jail for not hurting anybody else. So why not put it into my ice cream? It's not my decision. If it were my decision, I'd be doing it. But fortunately, we have wiser heads at the company that figure those things out. You're Ben 
or Jerry. Right. It is your decision. Let's do it. Mm, they yeah. quit. I, yeah. They're just, they're just the face of the company. I got to yeah. tell you, edibles is one of my favorite things ever. And when I went to Amsterdam, they do all kinds of like uh, desserts that are infused with pot. I mean, I'm talking lemon cake, ice cream, smoothies. It was fantastic. As long fantastic. As, you, as long as you can't taste it. They got it, it down over there. All right. They got it down. All right. Well. Cannolis. Oh, it's fantastic. Uh, Mountain Dew has a new flavor called Liberty Brew. It supposedly has 50 flavors all in one to honor all 50 states. It's uh, bright blue and has the Statue of Liberty riding a Harley on the label. So, <laughs> Liberty Brew. Oh, There's yeah. a uh, picture up on Bone TV. <laughs> Drink that. It's like, it looks like Windex. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you right now, don't drink anything blue. No. It's probably not healthy for you. <laughs> it's not real? It's yeah. not the real color? Yeah. If it's not a, if it's not a uh, color that you can find in nature, yeah. it's probably <laughs> doing something to oh, your inside. Because even blueberries are kind of like a purplish. Yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> uh, the amazing winning streak on Jeopardy continues as contestant James Holzhauer is uh, winning his 31st straight game he won Thursday night. The victory added $58,612 to his total winnings, putting him less than $150,000 away from the all-time earning record of Ken Jennings, whose lifetime total in non-tournament play on the game show was $2,520,700. Holzhauer now has two million. Three hundred eighty-two thousand five hundred eighty-three dollars in total earnings, Woo! with no sign of slowing down. Yeah. No sign of slowing down. Thirty-one straight games that he's won. Good for him. Yeah, seriously, he is man. winning effortlessly too. Yeah, yeah. He just he just gets it up there to like thirty, forty thousand dollars for Final Jeopardy, and then just bets you know a good yeah. chunk of it. Uh, I have some sad death news, which I got to be honest with you, wasn't sure that this guy was still alive. Maybe. I was. Sleeping in the sun How'd you expect to get your day's work done? You never get your day's work done Light in the noonday sun Leon Redbone Singer-songwriter who became known for his renditions of Tin Pan Alley era classics died on Thursday. Redbone released 16 albums between 1975 and his retirement in 2015. and was inspired by 20s and 30s musical style, including ragtime and blues. Leon was living in Bucks County, Pennsylvania in hospice care when he died at the age of 69 years old. I didn't old. realize he was so young. Yeah, well, he always looked old. Yeah. Even from when we were kids, he looked like he was an old guy. Do you guys know who Leon Redbone? No, I do. There's a picture up there. You've never seen him? You never even saw, like, the cartoon stuff? Mm-hmm. And he was in, like, a Sprite commercial or something for a while. No, because yeah. I read that, and I I even listened to some of the music. I have no idea who this who this guy is. I love that type of music, though, that old ragtime horn, sad horn music. Uh, so he is dead, and I believe he was Adam Sandler's dad's favorite musician, oh, and he know. had him play at, like, one of his dad's birthday parties. Oh, really? Cool. Yeah, I, I remember reading that somewhere, but uh, yeah, so I didn't know because I hadn't heard anything from, I mean, when's the last time you heard anything about Leon Redbone? No, I know. So I wasn't sure whether he was dead or not, and when I saw that, I was like, oh, uh, dead, and yeah, only 69, yeah. which is crazy. Yeah. Uh, Chicago prosecutors have filed new sexual assault, char- uh, sexual assault charges against R. Kelly, adding 11 felony counts to the charges against him. The new charges include four counts of aggravated criminal sexual assault, two counts of criminal sexual assault by force, 
two counts of aggravated criminal sexual abuse, and three counts of aggravated criminal sexual abuse against a victim uh, between the ages of 13 and 16. If convicted, Kelly could get up to 30 years in prison on the new charges alone. The most serious sentence he's faced yet. So I'm off with a little previews oh, of the remix. Now I'm not trying to be rude, but hey, pretty girl, I'm feeling you. The way you do the thing why? you do reminds me of my it's racist racist time. That's why I'm all up in your grill. Trying to get you to a hotel. You must be a football coach. The way you got me playing the field. So baby, give me that and let me get that Running her hands through my fro. Yeah, he's done. Yeah. He's done. They they got him now on everything. There's too much public pressure now to let him go. And he could get th- 30 years in prison just for these new charges. So yeah. the other charges against him plus this. Yeah, I, th- I think he's going to wind up being life in prison. Who has him? Anybody have him for the death pool? Uh, I don't remember. Um, I just <laughs> We were talking about Leon Redbone. Yeah. And I'm on Facebook, and Erica is on Facebook, and she just posted... Um, a weird interview that Leon Redbone did, and I clicked on it to go watch it, and it's a talk show from TV Land, the other Nickelodeon channel. Okay, and Leon Redbone is a guest who is the host of that show on TV Land. I have no idea. I can't remember. Uh... Well, uh, before Leon Redbone, there was another guest, a little an actor you might know named Brian Cranston. Okay, God bless, bless you. you. Bless oh, you. you. Brian Cranston is talking to the host. I'm going to play a little bit before you see if you can figure out who the uh, host is. Right. Leon Redbones? I love Leon. Well, I love Re- Leon oh, Redbone, oh, too. Oh, He's oh. coming up here because, you know, I'm going to tell you something. This guy here is a favorite of mine, even back on Melmac. We- uh, Alf. Ah, damn it. Yeah. Uh, I, it's I, Alf interviewing Brian Cranston. Oh, boy. Yeah. He thought he was hip. Yeah. So, please, welcome. Actually, he looks like my Uncle Ziggy, too, so I feel like I've been it for a while. Yeah. Is yeah. that original Straight voice about? Planet to ours, I don't ladies know. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Leon Redbone. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, but Alf is hosting a show that consists of Brian Cranston and Leon Redbone. We can't get a new contract. We're going to have to cancel your show. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, the Elton John movie Rockin' Man opens today. Uh, That's not out yet? No, that opens today. And here is a montage. Here's 60 seconds of just some of Elton's, uh, Elton John's songs. This is pretty unbelievable. When you listen to this and hear how many hit songs this guy has.
of his signs. That's not all of them. No. That's 60 seconds of his signs and how many hits he has. Is unbelievable. unbelievable. But you have to know, and I don't know if you young kids know this, okay. was that Elton John is only 50% of all those hits. Bernie Taupin wrote most of those songs. and they did The lyrics. The, uh, yeah, the lyrics of the songs. But what would happen is Bernie Taupin would write the lyrics Elton John would write music, not together, and just then they would just combine the two. So, uh, so like, like some you listen to some of these lyrics by Bernie Taupin, and you're like, "What the hell is this song about?" And then to hand that in, and he takes it and he's like, "Oh, I got this song over," here. and they just made it work that way. That's unbelievable. That's pretty well, awesome. Uh, you know, so Bernie Ta- Taupin, a great lyricist, like the stuff, interesting and cool in the hooks and everything. But then you have to realize how good Elton John is to be able to put the music to it and then come up with a melody and yeah. work what chorus works for that and stuff. It's pretty impressive. That I, it's super impressive, and I I like to go see Elton John. I've seen him in concert twice. One time with Billy Joel, which probably was one of my favorite concerts ever. And then the other one, me and Mike Oliveira went and we held hands. <laughs> uh, no, we went to see him because you're like, well, you got to go see Elton John once, yeah. you know. And we went to go see him. And I tell you, I wanted to walk out because it wasn't all of those songs. It was all of his hit Disney songs. Yeah. And that's not what you want to see. Yeah, you know? pass on that. Not saying that people don't love that. Right, it wasn't right. for me. Yeah. Right. Know? Yeah. Oh, mm. by the way, I started to go back to it, but I have R. Kelly in the Death Pool. You, you do? do? I do, yeah. yes. That's a good pickup. Because... Origi- no, original pick. Yeah. No, I know, but yeah. I'm saying oh, okay. uh, because if it winds up like, hey, you're definitely going to go to trial or you're definitely going to get convicted, whatever, just, yeah, just you know, put he it seems out of, like yeah. one of those crazy ones that would do something. Oh, man. Fingers crossed. I have, yeah. Good luck, <laughs> Can I play you my uh, favorite Elton John song? Sure. I don't like to you know, take over the news, but this hit between Elton John and Kiki D. Don't go breaking my heart was huge in the seventies, but redone better by the Galvins. Galvin and Jenny. Don't go breaking my heart. Sing it, Jenny. I couldn't if I tried. Only if I could rest this. Baby, you're not that kind. Keep in mind, Jenny's singing through tears because yes. Galvin's yelling. <laughs> Don't go breaking my heart. Holding the back of her neck. <laughs> Spousal abuse. <laughs> no. Galvin and Jenny. No, it no, was fantastic. It was fantastic. Yeah. <clears throat> I have some new music Don't for go you. Break in my neck. Go, oh, I love new music. New music. Yes. I would imagine you'll probably be able to guess this one faster than you've guessed any other song. So as soon as you know the Pink artist, voice. as soon as you know the artist, yell it out. Here we go. New music. Two, three, four.
new song that Bruce uh, put out online last night. It's called Tucson Train. It's off uh, album Western Stars, which comes out in June. Gross. Uh, Swig sent me this thing a couple of weeks ago. It's a picture, like a negative of a, of a woman. Uh-huh. And you're supposed to stare at her nose for 30 seconds and then look at a wall and blink really fast and, and see something. See, yeah. uh, I still can't see it. No? Did you no. figure out what his uh, cryptic code was the other day that he texted you? I don't remember. Oh, it I don't was... remember what he texted me. Oh yeah. Oh about yeah. <laughs> he was. <laughs> I was saying that Swigs was uh, asked me if we were going to London for the Bucks game, and I'm oh, like, yeah. I don't have a contract yet. Right, right. And then he said he was just piling on Jewish guilt. He was like, you know, he was joking around. But I can't picture. Star- yeah. Ew, that one looks That's gross. terrifying. But I stare at it, and I'm in a restaurant, and I'm looking at it, and I'm looking at the wall, staring nothing. Now, I was at uh, I was at Roy's. And am I supposed to look at this and then close my eyes real hard and look at the wall? No, you're supposed to look at the ball. You're supposed to look at that for 30 seconds. Right, I am. And, okay. then, and then after 30 seconds, you're supposed to look at a blank wall and blink really fast. What do you see? Oh, I see her. I see the actual girl. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's one up. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, she looks kind of like, uh, that girl looks kind of like uh, Gina Carano. Yeah. Yeah. I don't see it. That's weird. When I look at the red, the red kind of takes over all of what the negative highlight is. is. So it came out and it was the actual color picture yeah. of the girl. And it's just like a little picture. And then it goes up. Is it um, sign of genius when you can't see it? Because I can't no, see it. It no, it means you have bad eyes. and. <laughs> I, I the doctors told me I have evil uh, vision. So oh yeah, know. that's a thing. Uh, I just saw Joe Kelly who does uh, mornings for Cox in Orlando. Mm-hmm. He just put a shirt on his page for Father's Day, and I'm buying it. It's a sorry. I'm gonna get it for my wife. It's a sorry. I'm late. My husband had to poop. <laughs> oh, I'm sure she'll. I'm sure she'll wear that. Uh, Zach Galifianakis was on Jimmy Kimmel last night. And he was talking about uh, Letterman that gave him a, uh, a thank you gift. And uh, do you want to guess what it was? Any guess? Well, I he gave him like a personal gift. He gave him an envelope, and it was a gift for Zach Galifianakis. Would you like to guess what it is? What do you think it could be? Some um, of his beard uh, shavings. Some beard shavings. <laughs> Maybe an old show script. Old show script. All right. I don't know if they they do have scripts. They have scripts. They have scripts. Well, they, do they? They don't write it out though. Like they write it out. Everything. No, but uh, but they, like they have a full off, script. Yeah. Yeah, but they, they well, go outlined. off script. Uh. Carmen, any guesses? It's an envelope David Letterman gave to Zach Galifianakis when he was a uh, guest on his show. Uh, probably like a gift card for like the gift shop. Gift card, something <laughs> like, like that. Applebee's. Yeah. Uh, like- here is Zach on Jimmy Kimmel talking about it. Check this out. Mr. Letterman hands me this envelope uh, after we had I'd done this interview with him. And in my mind, I thought, oh, it's going to be, I don't know, a a massage gift certificate. <laughs> Can I tell you something? That's a hundred percent what I thought it was going right? to be too. Or like to a fancy rent. I don't know. It was in like a. It, it was, was like a long business envelope. Yeah, it was in like a hotel uh, envelope. Yeah. And yeah. I get it, and I can see he's still looking at me, Mr. Letterman. <laughs> and I open it, and it's just the lyrics to Freebird. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even sign it. <laughs> And he's looking at me across the room like, pretty good gift, right? <laughs> how funny is that? I love how weird he is. <laughs> uh, That's so great. You'd be like, oh, my God, I did the show, and now I got a present from Letterman. And it's just <laughs> the lyrics to Freebird. So weird. That's so it. I guess I could talk about this now. So we used to, when we did Afternoons, we're friends with the Stengel brothers, who were the executive producers and head writers 
for Letterman for 13, 15 years, something right. like that. Yeah. And they would always talk about us to Dave in the meetings, and Dave became like so interested in the show. Like he fir- his first response was, "So what are they? Just another." Uh, Want to be Howard Stern type thing, and they were like, "No, uh, the opposite." And they started telling him some of the stuff that we did, and he became like kind of obsessed with the show. So they would have meetings at Letterman, and in the middle of meetings, they would Dave would go, hey, uh, "I don't know, Stangle, what do you think Cowhead would do right now?" You know, and they would he would do that a lot. And Justin told me he'd text me during the show, and he'd be like, "What are you doing right now?" And I go, "We're doing, we're talking, or whatever." He go answer the phone. Dave's trying to call, and that and and he would just try to call through on the request line and prank call us on the show. So we have probably talked to Dave a couple of times yeah. and ending in us going, what an idiot. They yeah. The phone. And it was David Letterman. <laughs> that Hilarious. is awesome. Yeah. yeah. I remember Justin asking about using something that we were doing, whether uh, they wanted it. baby's daddy. I know that. And then uh, we had to give them permission to use our logo. Right. Yeah. Um, that was when I was at um, Selman's. And I was having lunch, and I got a call from a two-on-two, and I answered it. I said, hello, and they were like, hi, is this Mike? I said, yeah, this is whatever from the late show with David Letterman. I was like, okay. And they said, uh, we uh, have a skit in Act 3, Section 1 or whatever that uh, your logo is in, and we need to get clearance on that. Can we email you something and you sign it back and send it to us and we could use your logo? And Hell I was yeah. like, what are, you, what are you using it for? <laughs> and they were like, she's like, I don't know. I just, and I go, yeah, anything short of... Uh, like molesting children with it, I'm good at whatever oh you want to use. She's like, okay, just sign the paper and send it back. I'm uh, like, All right. I think this is the uh, the when they're rejoining and talk about the college show. I think. Oh. Join us tomorrow as they welcome Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Allen. This Friday, I will be dropping by the Cowhead Show on Tampa Bay's own 102.5 The Bone. Don't miss it. We'll be right back. And they showed the logo to the Cowhead show and and the whole deal. And then my phone rang so much that it killed the battery. <laughs> like, I, I had probably, like, uh, uh, just about to go into the red, you know? And then it went, rang and beeped so much on my phone, <laughs> and it died out. It was From amazing. everyone calling. It was amazing. Like, that's awesome. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Uh, finally in news. And then they, that was, like, we got like three mentions on yeah. the show. Yeah, I remember Joey in Spanish. Mm-hmm. Spanish got a nice tattoo, Anthony. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, and then they said something about my son. Yeah, they were like, uh, stay tuned, Joey Calta. Yeah. I wonder if he even knows that. Probably not. Yeah. I mean, that was years ago, so. And I moved, so I wonder if I even had that on, uh. On I'm sure we have. I'm sure, yeah. Somewhere. Uh, a new survey asked people who in their life is romantically off limits either to date or possibly just, uh, you know, banging out with and stuff. Who is off limits? Wait, what do you mean? Say it again. A survey asked people who in their life is romantically off limits. So you shouldn't date these, this person well, I don't want to or my, bang this I person or my, anything. My children, they're off limits. Okay. Right. <laughs> Not so much your children. Like, I don't know what you, I don't know. Like what, your like, boss. For instance, uh, number 10, a coworker. People say uh, 28% yeah. of people say coworkers off limits. You got to bang coworkers. It's one of yeah. the best parts about the job. That's true. Uh, number nine is uh, someone 20 years older or younger than you. Oh, boo. <laughs> roommate? Uh, roommate. 
Mm. You could score a roommate. When Pete and I were banging, it was the most blissful <laughs> relationship. Oh, man. Yeah, that no. sounds beautiful. All the time. Uh, one of your ex's friends. Yeah, for That's sure. The, if it's an ex, you have to do that mm. to rub it in her face. Mm. Now I'm banging your friend. Uh, someone who is your teacher, which we talked about before, like they just get out of school and the oh. teacher's like, you want to go out? <laughs> <laughs> you were yeah. doing it. Uh, your ex's sibling. Yeah, that's messed up. <laughs> so if you were going out with a girl and then you bang her sister, you don't but do that's that. more messed up on them, on the siblings' eh. part, not yours. If oh. they're willing to do it, that's you know. I gotta tell you, if if we broke up, everybody's fair game, uh, and I'm going as close as possible to you. So much. I'll drama. bang your mom if I have <laughs> oh. to. Oh, yeah. I want you yeah. to. I want you to feel bad. Forty uh, percent of people say your boss is off limits. Well, me and Mike have sex all the time, so that's not true. Oh, all right, according <laughs> to you, uh, one of your parents' friends. That's that's not off limits, but it can get really it's weird. Weird. Yeah. Uh, a friend's ex. What about your? Uh, you know what's off limits? Your kids' friends. Yeah, that's a good. How one. old are your kids? If the if my kids are in college. Yeah. My kids are eighteen to twenty five. And a twenty-five-year-old friend of uh, I'm a single dad, Joey's once fifty bang. years old. Yeah. yeah, I can't. I can't do that. You know, not a friend of your because that got to think about what that does to your kid. Oh uh, uh, yeah, I know somebody who did that. Yeah, what about your? Yeah, and that was not in college either. No. <laughs> what about your dead husband's son? Yeah. yeah oh God. Yeah. Uh, someone in a relationship. Forty-six percent of people say no. You're not allowed to do that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't, only forty-six percent. Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you right now. Forty-six percent seems high for that yeah. because there's plenty of people that are banging people that are in a relationship. Right? Uh-huh. Yeah. A friend's partner. I don't know what that means. Fifty percent of people say they're off limits. Uh, so only half of the people. Friend's partner. Oh, so like if Spanish banged Amanda, or well, well, that's but like that's not, like friend. You know what I mean? That, like that's a death warrant. For yeah. Me. But yeah. it's a fr- your friend's partner. I don't know. I think all the rules go out the window once your pants come off. You know what I mean? What? I, I, I think once it can we put that on a t-shirt? Yeah. Once it no. starts happening, you're like, is this uh, right? This is right. Uh, yeah. too late. Yeah, it's already going it's down. Uh, no, a- still <clears throat> means no. <laughs> well, no, no. I'm saying if they're in. Well, sorry, Mrs. Johnson. I have to bang you. Yeah, my pants are off now. <laughs> I broke happening. up with your daughter, so it's <laughs> happening. Uh, that is it for news. What? Yeah, it's so good. We're having a great time. I know. Uh, Gary, good morning. You're on the Mike Health Show. Hey, good morning, Mike. First of all, uh, congratulations on wanting to ride on the road. Um, let me ask you a question. I do, do want to ride on the road. Okay. In other words, you're going to be on two wheels, so you're going to be in a different class of riders now. You're going to be a biker. Do you have your motorcycle? Are you the representative for all bikers? Uh, no, sir. I've just been a long-time biker. First of all, stop calling me, and, sir. Um, We're friends here, Gary. Uh, uh, no, I don't okay, have. Then. I don't know how to ride. I don't have my certification. I would have to start from scratch. Okay, so then do this. A, get your motorcycle endorsement. Okay. B, before you buy a bike, my brother, listen, go and rent a couple and see which ones you like and what CCs you want. The bigger the, the bike, the heavier they're going to get. Yeah, yeah. What I mean heavy, my bike weighs 550 pounds, almost 600 pounds. That's okay. a lot to balance. I could push that so, off me. And then, I beg your pardon? I said I could push that off me when I fall. Well, the object is not to fall, buddy. Right. So, <laughs> so go ahead and get your motorcycle endorsement. Then go and rent some bikes. Harley rents them. I'm not sure if Indian does, 
but you can get a feel for what you want before you buy one and then go, man, I wish I'd have bought something a little bit larger, like I think Spanish was saying earlier. No, that was me. Don't um, give Spanish credit at all. He doesn't know anything about motorcycles. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, okay. All right. I'll give it to you there, my brother. But, yes, go ahead and do that. And also take the motorcycle safety class. I think it's ridiculous, but it saves you on insurance. No, now, listen. I, I will take every safety class possible. I know that I'm clumsy. And that, uh, you know, that I need to get all the, the tutelage I can before I sit on something with two wheels. Okay. Now, as far as the helmet goes, as long as you have health insurance, you are not required to wear a helmet. I'm wearing one. In anyway. the state of Florida. I'm wearing an astronaut helmet just to be safe. <laughs> oh, for the love of God. Okay. <laughs> L- listen, and don't, please do me a favor. Don't ever wear shorts and flip-flops when you ride because the other bikers, that are true bikers are not going to pay attention to you because they're going to call you all kinds of bad names, brother. All right. Thank you, Gary. A couple of things. I don't want to be a biker. I want to buy a motorcycle. Right. You know what I mean? I don't want to go. I don't I don't have any desire to get up early on Sunday and meet a bunch of middle-aged guys in a parking lot and drive down 41. I have no interest in that. Um, I do have an interest in I got to run to Walgreens. I'm going to get on my flip-flops and maybe not flip-flops, but shorts and ride to Walgreens. I'm I'm not wearing chaps. I'm not wearing anything with fringe on it. Oh, chaps and would I will, be great. And I will not wear the shirt of the bike that I'm wearing. Oh, so if I'm on an Indian, I will not be wearing an Indian okay. motorcycle shirt. If I'm on a Harley, I will not be wearing head to toe Harley gear. I don't I don't get that. If you get a bike, will you maybe get a sidecar so maybe someone could ride in that sidecar in the future? Anyone. But it would be know. more. Sta- it would be more stable for yeah. you. Yeah, and I would love to wear the goggles oh, and man. the hat. I would love for you to annoy me and me just run you into a tree. Oh my gosh! Uh, Awkward Joe. Good morning. Very good, Awkward Joe. Appreciate it. That was Nailed awkward it. enough. Uh, ben, hello. Hey, Mike. Uh, I like your show. Uh, I got my motorcycle license, and a uh, you can uh, take classes at most high schools. And the thing is. Uh, they use their own bikes, so if you crack up or anything, it's not your bike. Had you and ridden before? Is, uh, had you ridden before you uh, tried? You took the class? Yeah, a little bit because I got a bike before I took the class. Yeah. But the thing is, I failed the state exam because it's really hard. You have to go around cones and all this other stuff. When you take the high school test. Once you pass the test, they fill out all the paperwork, and you don't have to take the state exam. They just mail it in, oh. and you automatically get your your motorcycle endorsement. Oh, so right. well, it's a lot easier. It's only a couple of hundred bucks, and uh, it's it's less stress than going taking the uh, state exam at a uh, at a motor vehicle place. Okay, all right. Well, I see them in parking lots at the schools all the time. I'll try yeah. that. Thank you, Ben. I appreciate it. Okay, bye. Good luck. Thank you, sir. But don't you people who are shaking your head right now? Like, I'm not. Uh, I'm not rushing to do anything. I I saw an Indian motorcycle that I liked, and I was like, "That's me. That's my speed. I like that. I would like to have one of those. I need to go take some classes and see how I feel about it." Because the last time, the one and only time I tried to ride, I fell in five, the first five minutes. And I was like, "I don't like." It. <laughs> <laughs> not for me. But you know, times have changed, so we'll see. All right, listen to me. There's plenty of lines open now, and those phone numbers are seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five or eight hundred seven seven one one zero two five. We've got Dominic Ferriello. He's called Ask the Dom for you Friday people that may not know him. 